Hello guys, it is Jack from the future recording this message. Um, I just felt like it would be best to give a little preface for everyone listening on Spotify. So, um, I am Jack, the owner, host, director <laughs> of Jack Knows Best, the show that took place Mondays, 9 o'clock on Fuse FM. I just thought I'd um, record this little message now just to put on the start of the podcasts um, for anyone listening. So I decided to put on Spotify due to popular demand as some people weren't able to listen to every single one but still wanted to listen to them even if it was after it had happened. So I thought I may as well do that now. I'm going to upload them sporadically so you should be able to see them all in the next few weeks. Just going to try and do it like one by one. Um, So yeah, thanks for listening. Not going to spend too much time on this. Hope you enjoy the show. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Hello guys, welcome to the second episode of Jack Knows Best. The ironically but also accurately named show where you guys send your problems and I answer them very poorly. You know, the advice is 100% genuine, 60% right, and that's that's a guarantee. I can promise you that. Uh, We're on the second episode now. Very surprising. I am just as surprised as you am. Clearly, they do not have moderators on this Monday 9 to 10 slot because if they did... My show would have been well shut by now. I'd probably have a court order coming to me. But, you know, we're alive. We're still breathing. We're, you know, we're moving. You know, it's Monday, start of the week. What a better way to start than to listen to me talk about some problems. Yeah? I couldn't think of anything better. But, yeah. Um, just a little shout-out before we start. Sam Holbrook. It's his birthday today. I feel like it's everyone's birthday all of a sudden. Once I get my own radio show. Don't know what that's about. But, yeah. So, happy birthday, Sam. Have a good one. I'm seeing Sam Thursday. Uh, you probably don't care. Yeah, don't blame you. But I am seeing him Thursday. So, I'll see you then, Sam. Okay. <clears throat> Without any further ado, let's get into it. So, for the people returning, welcome back. Clearly, you don't have anything better to do with your lives on a Monday. Or else, why would you be here? And for the people tuning in for the first time, welcome, guys. How are you doing? This is probably the first time you're hearing my voice, and it probably will be the last. But you know what? Maybe, just maybe, if I do a good job, you might come back. You know, the more listeners, the better. Everyone is welcome here. It's a safe space. It's a very safe space. So, I will just give a brief rundown for the people that are new here. Um, Jack knows best. It's a problem-solving show. No, not maths. You send in your problems, I'll speak through them, and we'll discuss them together, yeah? And there's also a little segment at the end for confessions. So there's two parts mainly, and I'll kind of talk through both, and then we'll transition in, and it's all a bit of fun. Um, for people wanting to submit, I've had a few questions. Basically, in my bio, there will be a link. There's usually a Google Doc link to submit. Right now, there isn't, just because I wanted to post the website link just so people could access it easily, but... Tomorrow, once um, once I've taken it down, the Google Doc link will be there. So you can go on that form. You can either submit a problem, submit a confession, or both. Um, on the form, though, it is very nice that we've got a 100% rate on the last question for people recommending it to a friend. 100% of people have voted 10, meaning they would definitely recommend it to a friend. So thanks, guys. Is it the only option on that question? Yeah. Is that important? No, it's not. Why did you bring it up? No one brought it up. But yeah, um, <clears throat> that is how you submit. This episode, you know, it's the second episode. I'm feeling I'm getting a bit more confident now. Wasn't wasn't as nervous as I was first week. You probably couldn't tell because I'm such a pro, but I was nervous. You know, it's weird. Even though I'm just talking to a screen with a load of numbers on. You know, it's, it still feels like every now and again I'm talking to someone. Um, but yeah, this this next episode... The one next Monday will be some form of Halloween related. So I'm going to be dressing up as a Halloween character. You guys won't know, so you won't be able to see if I'm lying or not. But yeah, I'm going to be dressing up as a Halloween character. You know, a lot of people have told me I've got the face for radio. And I always say, oh, thanks so much. 
You know, these, everyone's so kind. It's just giving me compliments. Thanks, guys. All right. That's enough jibber-jabber. Let's start with the first question. Let's just jump right into it. The formalities are out the way. I went into a bit more detail last week, but, you know, you're regulars here now. So let's start with problem number one. My friend, who would like to remain anonymous, pulled and then got whiskey dick with a person in his seminar group who he sees five times a week. Any advice on how he should proceed as the person is making things very awkward every day and it is getting very clapped very quick. Okay. What a way to start off. So, for any normal people out there, you don't have to go through this. Uh, Whiskey dick is... Oh, my voice has just kicked in all of a sudden on the headphones. That's weird. Um, Whiskey dick is a condition when you drink alcohol and, you know... Your, your bits and bobs don't really function. You know, you just, just the phone's ringing, but no one's picking up. Kind of something similar like that. Basically, it's just, this is just in the context of drinking whiskey, but whenever you drink alcohol, if you're a man, you probably have experience there. Once you drink enough, just that red light's not turning green. It's just, just stops on. It's not happening, honestly. So this is what he was talking about. Um, But yeah, that is really bad. And... By the sounds of it, he sees them five times a week. So, this needs to be fixed as soon as possible. You can't you can't have this elephant in the room every single day. Because it's just going to make things awkward. First thing I would say, maybe you just need to try your luck again. You know, or try your luck again, or try and fuck again. Maybe. That, that, might, that might be the option. Um, maybe wait until you're not drinking as much whiskey. Maybe drink something like, you know, WKD or a Shandy. Because clearly, you can't act the big boy drinks. That's a fact. So, maybe just try your look at some of the lighter ones. I think they do a nice, um, what is it, like a Bud Light. Bud Light's like 2%, isn't it? That might be a bit more up your alley. Or, you know, maybe the only reason you're in that situation is because you were both drunk. So, I would say, sit down and speak to us sober and alone. Not too formal, not too serious. Just, Just clear the air, really. Because you've seen that person a lot. The longer you wait, the more tense it's going to be. To be honest, she might not even think it's an issue. She might just think it's just just another one of them things. But clearly it's, you know, it's bugging you. I would feel the same. I'd feel a bit awkward. Best thing you can do, get out there as soon as possible. Clear the air. Get it done. Nip it in the bud. And, you know, who knows what the future will hold. Yeah? But yeah, don't make things weird. Because you see it a lot. Okay. Uh, problem number two. I live with a bunch of other guys, and I don't think my housemates like me. Like, we don't talk much, or they'll hang out without me. What should I do? Okay. Well, first question of that is, like, do you, did you pick them after your first year? So did you um, know them or live with them first year, and then you're like, you know what, I'm going to live with them second year? Because surely you know them well. Surely you had that initial connection to be there in the first place. <laughs> Because by the sounds of it, it sounds like you deliberately chose to live with other guys. Um, yeah. Making friends is always the same. You just need to find things in common. <clears throat> Similar stuff you like. You know, I'm guessing you're a lad and they're lads. So, you know, football, video games, tits. Just common ground, essentially. Things men unanimously like, collectively. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm an avid fan of at least two of those things. Um, you know, people get on with other people through common interests. It's the easiest way to break the ice. You can talk about, you know, I've got people and I only ever talk to them about one single niche thing we've got in common, but I don't mind. He doesn't mind either because we talk about that thing and whenever we're together, we just talk about that thing and then we both get on with our days. Like, it's not, it's not too bad. Um, you know, maybe they think there's tension. So them as a collective could think that. There's, you know, tension between you and them. Maybe they think that you've got a problem with them. The problem with these things is that no one ever knows who's, you know, who's in the right, who's in the wrong, what's going on. They could probably think that they've upset you and done something to annoy you. So they're just keeping the distance, you know, to not annoy you more. I would say just, just invite them out. You know, if they say no, then, you know, you've got a bigger issue on your hands and I'll speak about that later. But... For now, it could just be you asking them, and as soon as you ask them, they'll be like, oh my god, yeah, 
sound and then you know off you go and then it's all back to normal you never know sometimes it's just the littlest things that really you know trip you up um but yeah maybe okay i don't want to judge you or insult you as a person but maybe you've just been a little bit rude or you've just been joking about stuff they don't like to be joked about you get me you know maybe you've been saying things or just doing something that they don't really like and you just you know i hate bringing this up because you should never should never try and criticize yourself because you know everyone's everyone's perfect in their own way everyone's everyone's unique but there probably might be something that you're doing that you can quickly and easily change you know it's not a massive personality error so you don't have to change who you are as a man or or woman um but just have a self-reflect also maybe you smell and that's why they're not hanging out with you maybe you really stink of shit in which case get a shower change your cologne and that could be the solution you know i do i'm thorough so you might think i'm being harsh but no i'm just covering all the bases because i don't know you okay so i'm not making any assumptions i'm just generalizing stuff okay problem number three I have been pad by a ginger and a Welsh girl recently and it's taken me to a new low. What can I do to try and not get pied in the future? Well, first of all mate, probably step up your game. Clearly, that's that's obvious. You need to step it up. You really must be spitting the deadest of game to be getting pied back to back in the manner that you are like this. Like something something needs to change. You need to reevaluate you need to run a systems diagnostics because something ain't right. Okay? Asking someone if they're trying to hold this wood is not game at all. That's not going to charm a lady. That's not going to make her go to bed thinking about you. Quite the opposite, to be honest. Um. Okay. How do you smell? I feel like I've just been hooked on this smell thing now, but it's a big thing. You know, girls out there will agree. How you smell is a big issue. Okay, a, a nice scent could really could really leave your scent on that lady and she'll think of you every time she smells her and you know whenever she sees you and she smells her you know it'll make her feel a certain type of way trust me I've I've got lady friends believe it or not I, I, I've spoken to like one or two girls in my life and just so happens we talked about exactly that um you know if you're using dior sauvage or one million then just leave yeah you shouldn't even be talking to girls you may as well spray yourself with lynx africa and just cut about like that because it's so common you need to you know go on tiktok um websites like that they've got like nice smells and they've got they've got articles like if you want to smell like this try this it's just stuff like you need to make yourself unique you got to market yourself you know what i mean if there's a hundred of you in one place She's probably not going to pick you because there's 99 others. You know what I mean? Just something to think about there. Also, this is a big point. Bring some breath mints, okay? I'm not I'm not trying to assume anything like you. Yeah, I'm not a mean person. You might come across this on the show. <laughs> you might come across like um, I'm out to get everyone. But I'm just saying the things that you're too scared to say to yourself. You know what I mean? Bring some breath mints. Bring a tic-tac or two or three. Don't know how bad your breath is, but they're always, <clears throat> excuse me, they're always helpful, especially in clubs. You know, you're talking close to people, you're right in the noses, you're right in the ears. Um, it's not going to help if your breath smells like fish. Yeah, it's not going to help at all. It's not going to be a nice experience for anyone. Okay, problem number four. I'm having real issues with being five foot seven. Back in Mansfield, it didn't bother me, but now I'm in Manchester, it does especially, because my Yorkshire friend is way taller. Very weird thing to include. Any advice, okay? Hey, listen, mate. You should never let your height define who you are as a person. Everyone is different and special in their own way. You're a special little guy. Okay, don't don't let anyone tell you differently. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, if you if you're concerned about girls, then maybe go for a smaller girl. You, know, you don't have to go for the don't have to go for the six foot three punters that'll knock one in near post on a corner. You don't have to worry about them. Try and go for the smaller girls, the more petite girls. 
they do exist however i will say they are more evil because they're closer to hell okay keep that in mind and they're also got this built-up anger because they can never reach anything that's high up so you need to keep that in mind they've got a short temper and they're angry just unnecessarily angry all the time trust me i can speak from experience um or i can't who knows okay there is also different ways you can make yourself seem taller okay i do think that they make heels for men if you are that concerned you know like um like the soles that go into your shoes and they give you an extra few inches just in height though unfortunately you won't be able to get those extra inches anywhere else i know you probably do need it but you know that's not what i can do there um you can also wear feeler stompers uh, i think you're familiar i think everyone's seen a pair battered dirty white feeler stompers they give you a guaranteed six inches in height they are massive so if if you're really desperate that's always an option but i'm really not surprised that it wasn't an issue in mansfield i'm not gonna lie i do feel like all the genetic disadvantages are just part of that culture down there i feel like they're just they're so isolated from the country that they just breathe within themselves and you know that's how people trying to not use any bad words that's how people are formed that live there okay let's keep that let's move on from there <laughs> next problem okay i'm not sure what number this is i think it's four okay thank god for this this is a normal problem i say normal like it's a it's an actual problem because you guys are going to very quickly hear some of the vulgar disgusting things that are coming up next and i just wanted to i moved this one this was one of the latest ones to get submitted but i wanted to move it this close just because i wanted to have a real problem to discuss because you know just because i feel as though it's only going to go down from here i'm giving you as a heads up if you've got any children out there listening i mean i don't know why you would but just the pg warning not for this question the ones afterwards all right let's get into this one <clears throat> i'm gonna have to turn on me relationship guru mode so hi jack hiya don't know if the girl i'm into wants something with me there is a girl i know for about two weeks and we get along very well sometimes she gives me signs like she wants something and sometimes she just doesn't acknowledge my presence or struggles to speak to me which has caused me oh sorry which has made me confused apologies all right so this this person is just worried or not worried they're just getting mixed signals from a girl and they just don't know they don't know which way is up okay fair enough it's a difficult one to speak about because i know i was trying to answer this myself and for every argument i could say there's a complete counter argument that makes just as much sense you know that's the thing with relationships they're not always just black and white it's not always do this do that do that married two kids and a dog it's not that simple unfortunately i wish it was i wish there was a code to do it but love is complex um if it was me i would be amazed that a girl even spoke to me no i'm joking if it was me i would i don't know i would give them a little bit of space because i don't know you don't know where the heads are and i wouldn't either because one minute they're letting on that they actually really like you and the next they can't they can't decide you know they act like you're a stranger and that would really confuse me and it'd really upset me because i wouldn't know what's going on you know i would i'd get really caught up about it i'd think about it a lot it'd ruin me day and it's just you know with life short we shouldn't really be having to go through stuff like this but at the same time it's not as easy as just giving space you know because you also don't want to be distant either that's another issue because as soon as you're distant you might just come across like you don't want anything to do with them and then they'll move on and you don't want that either excuse me thank you um you know you don't you don't want to be distant you don't want them to just switch off because clearly they've got some sort of interest do you know what i mean the messages she's given i she might want more but at the same time she could just be friendly that's what i'm saying it's so so fucking difficult <clears throat> to discuss this kind of stuff i would maybe say speak to her directly but at the same time you don't want to make things weird 
I think, me personally, I think kinda be true to yourself, okay? Be true to yourself. If you feel like you can't move on until you get closure, then maybe maybe evaluate what's going on. But if she's a friend that's tied in a friend group, you don't want to be moving mad. You don't want to do anything weird that could really fuck up the dynamic. I think <clears throat> just wait until you've got a moment together. See how she acts with you. And then when you're in more of a public like scenario, see then. You really do need to collect these moments because you need to have, not evidence, but you need to have memories of like, okay, what was she like here? What was she like here? What was she like here? Because... As much as I hate to agree, uh, admit it, sorry. Some people are just really, really nice. And they must give off signals to every single person. But they're just being friendly. But at the same time, listen mate, I don't doubt that. You've got you've got more knowledge and more sense to yourself that you know she's not just being nice. Maybe you do think that she likes you. Because it's obvious you like her too. You know, that's a really nice thing. Because it's obvious. Otherwise you wouldn't be... Sending in your problems here and wanting me to talk about her. I know that and I appreciate that. I think you just need to give it a bit more time. I don't want to be... I don't want you to be given any rash decisions now. You know, you've known her well for two weeks. It says in the problem. I think you just get her to know her a bit more. You need to know her as a person before you can make calls like that. Because them calls are like make or break. You know, it can it can make something beautiful. But it can also make things very awkward and disrupt something nice that you have. You know, mess up the whole dynamic. And I know you don't want that. Okay? I know you're just trying to put yourself first and think about what's best for you. And that is the best thing you can do as a person. But give it a little bit more time. And then, you know, see what you want to do there. If if you've got more, if you've got more memories of her being a little bit more friendly to you. And, you know, just waiting for you. Because I know that some girls are quite shy, naturally. Like, they do need a person to make that move or establish interest. And then you can move from there. So keep that in mind. All right? Ugh, fuck's sake. Okay. Here is the... I'm going to take a sip of water before I start this. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's funny. But, you know, you'll find out in a bit of... This episode is sponsored by Evian Water. No, it's not. I'm joking. I wish it was, though. Um, I would probably do a great advert for Evian. <clears throat> Bit off topic, but here we go. Problem number five. <sighs> My housemate invites his mum into our house and doesn't even empty the bin of his wank tissues. Yep. How do I tell him that his mini freezer shouldn't be next to a bucket of his jizz? All right. This, this made me really laugh because it was so weirdly written and at no point did I know what was about to come next. Okay, questions I need to ask is, is he putting them in his own bin, just in his room, or are they going in a communal bin? Because if it's a communal bin, that is nasty. That is that is crazy. Why not just flush it like a respectable man should? Or, you know, just keep it in your own bin. You know, if you like that smell that much and if you're into that stuff because you probably do like the smell. Yeah, you're probably a peculiar fella. Uh, also, what does... <laughs> can I bring this up? I feel like no one's talking about this. What does a mini-freezer have to do with anything? Like, is, the, is this person cryogenically freezing his cum? What is going on? You know, we got to protect that offspring. We definitely do. A man who leaves semen-covered tissues in a bucket for his mum to see needs to keep that elite bloodline going. We need We need more of them. Natural selection can't get rid of them that easily. <laughs> but yeah, simple solution. Tell him to flush it down the toilet and do it preferably before his mum comes or before any other mums come for that manner. Why? Why? You know what? I've got so many questions. Maybe this is why we need callers. You know, people have messaged me about this. We will get callers in soon. Um, maybe not people like this or maybe people like that. Maybe you, maybe you sick bastards out there do want to see people like this speak or listen to it rather. Um... Honestly, let me know. I'm open for everything. Everything and everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first one I've done so far. Wow, I'm proud it's taken an hour and 25 minutes of on-air time for me to make a slip-up. I'll take it. Okay. So, flushing down the toilet. 
don't be nasty. Or just, you know, hide them in your room. Boom. <clears throat> Only goes down for a beer. Problem number six. As a group of friends, we decided to adapt a popular app called Poop Map to log when and where we masturbate and how we rated it. Great geographical features and the option to picture the aftermath too, if that's your thing. Yeah, I appreciate them saying if that's your thing. Long story short, one of our mates who we refer to as Chuck Grealish made a bold claim that he wanked on average three times a day. We were in horror, of course. Imagine the friction marks. (laughs) However, when he installed the app, he has yet to log a stroking of the salami to this day. Any advice on how to get him to sort his shit out and come clean? First of all, appreciate the double entendre at the end. Come clean, spelled C-U-M. My show is finally reaching the intended intellectual audience I've always hoped for. Almost as funny as me. Keyword, almost. This is just a mad submission now, honestly. Like, I've been doing this show for not even two weeks. And I'm already starting to not get weirded out by this shit. Okay. This submission is crazy, but I'm genuinely becoming immune to it. But yeah. I've I've heard of poop map to be fair I have heard of poop map and I think there's a drinking one too where you log when you're drinking um I can't say I've ever seen a cum one before with the option to rate how it was afterwards but I don't know how you'd surely the personal clarity hits after everyone no and surely you just vote everyone like zero stars hmm but it unless you vote Joran that would be that would be interesting. Okay. It also says that there's geographical features as well. Like, imagine... Okay, let me put this into context. Imagine pulling up someone's uh, cum map, for lack of a better term, and you've seen that you've got, like, a pin at your house, you know, a pin at many other houses around Fallow and buildings around the city. That that would be crazy. But I do kind of like that. I do kind of like that. It's always that, that risk of, if your friend's coming over, are they going to log a pin? Who knows? You know what I mean? I do like to li- I do like to live life on the edge like that. Okay. But I feel as though you've really found a gap in the market there. You know, I can appreciate fine craft when I see it. You know, I've got an eye for it. You do need to get that shit to Dragon's Den real quick because you would get all sorts of investments. All sorts of investments. That's going it's going to the moon. But yeah. From from what I'm reading, the issue is that you feel like there's false information being given by Jack Grealish. You know, he's made big allegations there, but he's yet to live up to it. Simple solution, okay? You need to get an invigilator. You need to get a professional governing body in to moderate the wanking, or else how can you know he's actually being truthful or not? You know, it's the only logical way, really. When you think about it, there's no other possible way. You need to get a third party invigilator. He has to make sure the shit is, like, proper. You know, you're following a set of rules. It's within the guidelines. Not social or moral guidelines, but specific guidelines set up for a scenario like this. You know what I mean? You have to do it. Because, or else, how is everyone going to know? You know, how are you going to know? One thing you do have to think about, though. And you do have to, you have to consider this. He might be a shy stroker, yeah? So you need to let him provide the goods in his own time. I'm sure he'll prove himself soon. Maybe he's just, he's just trying to build up that courage to get the hat trick. You know, you can't, you can't be, you can't rush him too much. I know that you might feel as though, no, we just want, we want him to, we want him to come clean now. We want, we want the info. We want the peace of mind. You know, we can't sleep. And I get that. I do get that. But kind of like, you know give him that little bit of freedom okay you can't rush him he might be he might be nervous he's a gentle man jack Grealish. okay moving very swiftly on um matched oh problem seven sorry for anyone that's listening out there or problem i think it's number eight matched with a girl on tinder who is my type and also seems to be a bit on the weird side which i like nice she's fucking leng this is all quotes, by the way, direct quotes. She's fucking Leng, but aired my opening line. Made a funny joke about a dog being called something strange and a cheeky phonetic way for her to remember my name. What? Twat at? Maybe. Any advice on how to cope with rejection and the fear I'll be lonely forever? I never find a painting with an iron deficiency. 
listen mate there's honestly there's plenty of fish in the sea there's plenty of low iron fish in the sea what i don't want you to do is go all joe goldberg and you don't want to be falling about with a baseball cap on because that's not good for anyone i think the whole premise of tinder is the sheer number of girls that infinite right swipe you know what i mean so if you just keep right swiping all day i'm sure you'll find a low iron baddie and they'll find his or her way to you. I don't know what side of Tinder you're on. Um, I'm sure they'll get to you. For the advice bit, you know, we're getting quite advanced with... How do I put this? Artificial companions, if you catch my drift. Maybe maybe look into that if, you, if you're having a hard time. No, but seriously. Um, with rejection, no one likes to be rejected. It's horrible. Trust me, I, I know. More than anyone. The best advice I can give is to just go again as soon as possible. Just try it. Try it again with a different person as soon as you can. Excuse me. A rejection feels a lot harsher if it's the only one you've had. If you get rejected 10 times, you probably won't even remember each one that well individually. You know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Take? The 100% of the shots you don't take. A wise man said that by the name of Michael Jordan. Rest in peace. That's not Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is alive and healthy. Everyone, don't. That was a mistake. Michael Jordan is alive and healthy. Okay, everyone calm down. It was just a little blunder. Okay, don't be weird though. If she's not very into you, that is not a challenge for you to keep going. Move on. Don't make it uncomfortable. And look elsewhere because there's, there's a lot of options. You know, if you cast if you cast a wide enough net, you will definitely catch some fish. I'm full of sayings today. I'm also full of speech blunders, but you know, we move, we move. Okay, problem number nine. I'm really horny. Okay, problem number nine now. Um I'm really horny. <laughs> like I mean it really bad. I wake up every morning with the fucking stiffest wood known to man. I am insatiably horny. I genuinely cannot stop thinking about sex. Issue is, I do not shag as much as I need to, and my horniness is painfully obvious to my peers. Sometimes I get so horny, I fornicate with tins and mackerel in my housemates' rooms without them knowing. Firstly, how do I cure my horniness? Secondly, is what I do moral? What the fuck? Okay. There is so much to unpack here. I genuinely feel like I might need to join a talk show after reading through all this. But okay, let's answer it. Yeah. Honestly, that's what your right hand's for. Yeah. That That is why God gave us two hands and one of them, you know, your dominant hand. What I think you need to do, though, is go to the sperm bank. Because by the sounds of it, you could repopulate half of the earth. With the alleged amount of swimmers you've got in your sack. Like, them, them boys sound strong and they sound eager to get out there and help the earth. If it's stopping you from doing daily activities, though, then it is a problem. And you do need to, you know, you need to sort it out. You know, maybe go to therapy and get, get a male therapist, though. That is probably a big thing. Get a male therapist. That's probably the best thing for you. Or female. Or female. I don't know. Get the opposite to what you're into. That's what I'm trying to get at. Um, Also, I feel like we're brushing past stuff like this. But you should not be incorporating mackerel into this. Why is... Okay, guys. Let me take a sideline here. Why is mackerel such a common theme on this show? I I really... (laughs) I really, really hate it. I hate the obsessive use of mackerel. Especially in such sexual context. Not on my show, guys. Not on my show. This is a no mackerel zone from now on. Okay, I'm going to be censoring it out because clearly the Fuse FM moderators aren't doing it. This is it's very offensive. This fishy mackerel talk will not stand. Um, Back to the question. You need a hobby, I think. You need to take your mind off it, though, definitely. You need to find the least sexy hobby you can find. Maybe something like beard watching. Actually, no, maybe, maybe not bird watching. You have tits, don't you? You know, like a blue tit and stuff like that. Wait. <laughs> what about... What about knitting or gardening or something like that? You know what I mean? Something very passive. 
But if you do garden, don't plant cucumbers or aubergines. Though, you know, for obvious reasons, of course. Um, but yeah, it's, de it's definitely not moral at all. So please stop. You know, I don't know what direction your moral compass is aligned in. But it's definitely not moral. Um, no one wants consensual fishy semen in the room. Talk about a salty surprise. And I'll leave it on that. Problem. <laughs> Problem number 10. This is breaking me down. Ugh. Okay. My good friend and housemate randomly said the other day if he was a girl, he would be this extremely thick girl and that I've been trying to court for a while. I rightfully told him this is very silly and they look nothing alike, but he keeps insisting that he does. How do I put this sexual tension in a spliff? How is there sexual tension? You do realise that your housemate is not actually the girl, right? Right? Yeah? But you do need to get it out of your head quick. You both need to move on. Because if you ever get with this girl... You know, hard task, I know. But if you do ever get with this girl you've been courting... All you'll think about is your housemate's face on their body. That's all, that's all that will be in your mind. Do you know what I mean? The last thing you want is to be saying your housemate's name during sex, especially when that housemate is a full-on male and, you know, the, the sexual intercourse is with a female. That No one wants that, okay? You know, maybe, maybe you still might be into that, but you don't want to be finishing to the thought of your housemate. Now, that will cause sexual tension, so I strongly advise you stray against that, okay? Um, next problem... Uh, this small man next door keeps playing Pop Smoke a full blast while Ketty at 3am. How do I get him to stop waking up my three-year-old? Well, I suggest you need to march over there and give that young man a piece of your mind. No, I'm joking. Um, but seriously, is if it is happening every day, even weekdays, especially weekdays, then yeah, bring it up um, and knock knock on the house. But always speak to them first. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure your age, but you know, if you've got a kid, then speak to them first before calling the council. I know you might just want to ring the council, ring the police, not have that conversation. Fine, but you, you know, you'll not have happy neighbours, and that will make a lot worse than it will be doing good for yourself. Definitely. So I would say speak to them first. You know, knock on. Don't ring the council or the police just yet. You know, sometimes they genuinely don't realise that it's that loud. However, if they do continue after this, then maybe call the council. You know, just make that your last resort, though. You know, out of common decency. I'm not I'm not telling you to just sit there and listen to pop smoke at full blast while you you know, infant child's there, not being able to sleep. But it's it would be beneficial for everyone this sounds like i'm making a threat i'm not making a threat at all i'm just giving my advice and my advice would definitely be to speak to them first like as a person who does live in a student house that does have like non-student residents i would always try and knock on especially if we're having a party or what have you i'd always try and knock on first and um you know speak to them before before the party and just say listen any problems here's my phone number ring me you know it's the best it's the best line because we've had the council called on us and it's just it's just an annoying situation all around do you know what i mean i remember one time we were we were having a, we weren't even having a party that's the craziest thing we were having pre-drinks and we were just you know we were having a good time and that there was quite a few of us so we were just all drinking laughing you know all that good stuff and i i was stood up and our living rooms in the top window and i just see like this blinding flashlight flash at me i was like what's, what's going on What's going on? Am I being summoned by someone? And I just had this flashlight, like, blinding me in the eye. And it was this, like, 65-year-old 60, fella in a high-vis. And he just angrily, like, signals down for me to go down. And I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a little bit of a lightweight, so I was a little bit hammered. So I went down. I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, what, what's the problem? What's going on? And um, he was like, yeah, we had a noise complaint. You need to be a lot quieter. Shut your windows as well. And he was, he was very hostile about it. Like, I get you must have to do this ten times a night, but... 
you know, inter- interacting with the council is not fun, and they do log everything. So I am pretty sure if this were to happen again, maybe one or two more times, so we'd be getting some form of like action. And I mean, if it's happening that often, you know, maybe we do deserve it a little bit. But I feel as though for what we were doing, it wasn't it wasn't accounted for. I don't think it was necessary. But yeah, um, sorry for going off on a tangent, but. Yeah, speak to them first. If they continue to, you know, make noise, and if they're just being rude, you know, if they're just being rude, tell the small five foot seven man next door to beware, and then swat his ass, get the police to bang in there and teach him a lesson. That that was not proper advice. So allegedly, I did not say that, and allegedly, I do not recommend that. Okay, Jack Knows Best is a family-friendly show, yeah, where everything I say is satirical and is a joke, but also is not a joke, depending on how that would help my case. (laughs) Moving on. Uh, The penultimate problem. My friend doesn't know how to use an oven at the age of 20. How can we get him to grow up and learn how to use one? Easy. Teach him, yeah. I'm, to be, I'm, I'm the same as you. I'm baffled how someone can't use a cooker at age 20. But hey, being an adult isn't for everyone, is it? But yeah, teach him or give him the user manual. Just it, it takes like a couple of minutes. Just you know, just teach him, and he'll. Is another philosophical quote, you know, give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Teach a man to fish, and he'll eat for the rest of his life. As long as that fish is not mackerel, in which case I hope he dies a slow and painful death. But yeah, so you're telling me this man has been cooking every meal in the microwave his whole life. That That's crazy. Zero spice, zero sauce, just just nothing. Mad. <clears throat> the last problem of today. You know, yeah, the last problem. We've made it through. We've definitely, during this um, problem section, we've had our highs, and we've had our very low lows. <laughs> Apologies. But the last problem was submitted very, very late. But you know what? I don't discriminate. I always make sure to include every single problem, because maybe some people just can't wait for that next Monday 9 to 10 slot for Jack Knows Best to answer the questions. Um, live at Fuse FM, by the way. You know, maybe they just can't wait. Maybe they're just so eager. So, I don't blame them, to be honest. I would be too. But I do like to include the problems. Um, So, yeah. Let's go. Problem number 13, I think. Unlucky 13. I have lost feelings for my girlfriend. Okay. We don't... One of the policies at Jack Knows Best. There isn't many policies, to be honest. There's not many rules, as you can probably tell. You know, we have the swear slot, 9 to 10. Fuck. I just like to get one out there every now and again. Um, One of the policies we have is we don't disclose personal information. Okay, I'm never going to drop... Sorry. (laughs) I'm never going to name drop someone. That's just not my vibe. You get me? So, someone's got a girlfriend here. I'm going to call the girlfriend Big G. Big G. Okay, so I have lost feelings for my girlfriend, Big G, and I don't know how to tell her. Okay, this is um, it's a bit rough. So I assume that you you wanna you wanna get things back on track. You know what I mean? I don't think you just wanna break it off. I think I read another submission you put shortly after. I didn't get a good look at it, but I think you do wanna keep things going. You know, you don't wanna call her day. Maybe you've just invested so much time. By the way, that's not a logical reason to stay in a relationship. By the way. Time doesn't mean anything over happiness and, you know, feelings, yeah? But maybe you've just put so much emotion and you just really love the person and you don't want to end it. You know, that that is fine, okay? Staying with someone because you love them and you want to stay with them forever, that that's, that's beautiful, honestly. Big G is lucky to have someone like you, to persevere like that. It's common in relationships for that spark, that something, that that fiery hotness that brought you two together. It's common for that to kind of, you know, go a little bit dimmer, the flame. 
that doesn't mean it's going to stay dim forever. It's very, very common for that flame to just get <clears throat> ignited back again. Sorry for the grunt. <laughs> very sexual. Um, I'm a sexual man. Just no one asked. I just thought I'd put that out there. Um, you know, it's very, it's very easy to get it back on there. It's tricky, but once, once you know what you're doing, it's easy. You, what you need to do, you need to think way, way, way back. When you first saw, when you first saw Big G. You know, a young big G, you need to think, what was it about her that really caught my eye? That really turned my light on? Yeah? You need to you need to spot what that was. Was it like an exchange of words? Was it one moment that you shared together? And you do want to try and not replicate it, but you want to take inspiration from it and use it. Because some fires just need relighting. The flame's not gone forever. Just needs just needs to spark up again. And I believe you can have that. You know, sometimes for some couples, it's good to talk about it. However, if you're a couple that something like this would really rock it up, then maybe keep it a little bit to yourself. Try try to reignite it, yeah, on your own accord. Okay, I don't condone keeping secrets from partners, especially from girls, because girls find out everything, yeah? I don't, I don't know who they work for. I don't know what the sources are. Girls find out everything. I've not got anything to hide, yeah, I've not got secrets, got no skeletons in the closet, but from friends that have told me, girls, girls found out everything, so don't, don't keep it a massive secret, don't keep it to yourself for too long, but just try, try and reignite it first, and then, you know, if the time comes and you have to sit down and have that talk, then have that talk, you know, you got to do what's best for both of you, and sometimes you do have to put yourself above anyone else. You know, you're the number one. You are your own biggest priority. That's not that's not self-centered to think that. It's just it's just you loving yourself. Self-love is amazing. Okay. We love self-love. Yeah. Perfect. So I'm gonna have a quick drink of water, and we're gonna get into the confessions section. The confessions section. Okay. Perfect. Let me go. Okay, we're recording. Perfect. Last week, unfortunately, I wasn't able to grab a recording, which was a bit annoying. But you know what? We got it this week. And this is episode one. We can call it that. I think I said this last week, but it is insane how dry a mouth can get when um when you're talking so long it's i don't think i've ever talked this long well actually i probably did last <clears throat> last week but you know i'll get used to it eventually my mouth will moisten up eventually i'll promise you that <laughs> okay confession number one very big capitals at the start this did not happen to me but i feel like i have to say it i once had a friend tell me that they wanked off a dog. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Um, the capital, this did not. Makes me think it might have actually been you. Okay, I'm not, hey, I'm not putting fingers. I'm not wagging tails, if you pardon the pun. But you don't help, you don't help yourself by putting in big capitals that it is not me. Okay, it just puts a bit more heat back on yourself. Like, are you sure you're not trying to shift the blame on anyone else, you bestiality boy? Are you sure? But also, um, how does it even come about? How does that series of events even come about? Like, what position as a human being are you in for something like this to take place? You know, were you horny? Was the dog horny? Both? Weird. However, while once we've, you know, we've uncovered it now, so... I do want to know a bit more, like, is, what type of dog is it? Do you know what I mean? Like, what what dog are we talking about? Because this can range, this can become a very different problem, depending on what's going on. Like, if it's a chihuahua sausage dog, it's probably going to be difficult to even find it. Never mind utilize it, you know, it'll be hard. But if it's a Great Dane or a Rottweiler, oh, good luck, mate, because you're going to need it. Um, it's going to be long, it's going to be passionate, it's going to be, okay, enough, enough, okay, this show is not that, we're not going to be talking about wanking off dogs, what has this show come to, 
<laughs> I blame it on being locked in a white room by myself. Okay? A person like me should not spend this much time with a mic that can broadcast to the world. <laughs> okay. If anyone's just tuned in for that, I do apologize. This show is... You know, it's not that far away from that. Okay, I'm not going to lie to you, but... Okay. Confession number two. Moving very swiftly on. Something I've done a lot tonight. Walked in on my housemate in the shower and said I didn't see anything. But I saw he had a micro penis, And now I don't know what to do with that information. Alright. Try, try and forget that it even happened with your life and move on okay forget that happened try and delete it out your mind and move on that's the best thing you can do he clearly is dealing with enough problems in his life with his shrimpy twincher the last thing he needs is more embarrassment piled upon him no no man needs more attention okay that it's a massive knock to your self-confidence to be to be cutting about with, you know, cutting about with half a pinky finger down there. Yeah, so give the man a bit of slack. He's got his own problems, so just forget it. Yeah, as someone who also has one, you can take my advice as truth. Yeah. You know, we we'll go back to the go back to the start of the show. All the advice is 100% genuine. So when I say it comes from the heart. I think he comes a bit too close to the heart in this case. Um, but confession number three. My hairline is further back than Jesus' birth. That feels bad. Feels bad. It must be quite rough to witness that, honestly. Like, jokes aside, yeah. It must not be good for your confidence. The only things I can really think of is to either go full egghead bald, you know, like Johnny Sins... For anyone who doesn't know Johnny Sins, he's a male he's a male entertainment actor. Yeah, a male entertainment actor. You know, look how many opportunities his board dead has got him. He's been an astronaut, he's been a doctor. You know, he's been a lifeguard. He's been a, a pupil. He's been a teacher. You know, it's opened so many doors for him. Why can't you do the same? Uh you could also grow out your hair and, you know, make like a fringe. You know, I I do know a lot of people that do that, and it, it works fine. You know, people with not the best hairlines, they just grow it out, comb it down, happy days. You know, it's going straight to your eyebrows, and it actually looks decent. It actually doesn't look that bad. So that's another possibility. You can just do that. Or you can, you know, get a transplant. That's something you can look into maybe further down the line, you know, because it is quite expensive. Is should definitely be a last resort, you know. I recommend going to somewhere like Turkey and getting a transplant. You know, if you do go to Turkey, though, I've, you know, I've got connections. I can get you discounts, yeah. I can get you a good deal, my friend. Friends and family discount, all of that. Don't worry about it. All about promoting happiness on this show, yeah. So if I can make someone's day a little bit better, that's enough for me. Okay. Confession number four. Hi, my name's blank and i'm from leicester but i put on a manny accent sorry for the poor impressions they're just the putting quotation marks they're practically begging for it okay he has disclosed the name here but obviously as you know guys found like a broken record the policy no personal name so we'll call this leicester person max p we'll call it a random name no correlation to anything we'll call the leicester guy max p but yeah that's that's bad like why would you even want to put on a Manny accent? It's it's just as bad as the Leicester accent. They are they're just as bad as each other. I don't know why you'd want to put on one compared to the other. It's not a flex being from Manchester any more than it is being from Leicester. Being from Liverpool, on the other hand, that is that's something very very different. And that brings me into a, a very funny story that happened to me today. We've got we've got one more confession, guys. Don't worry. I am looking at the time as well. Also, don't worry, yeah. But um. Today, I was walking down Oxford Road by, like, the famous, you know, University of Manchester building, and there was this, um, this Asian man, and he comes up to me and my friend, and he's like, um, oh, sorry, for, sorry, guys, do you know where student services is? <laughs> and we're like, we're trying to direct them and stuff, but it's difficult to, um, you know, point when you went to turn the corner and how far along, so I get my phone out, 
as as the good Samaritan that I am, you know, get on Google Maps, I get the bearings right, so I go, yeah, you just go straight, take a right, and it's just on the right there, down the stairs. He goes, oh, thank you, thank you. And he goes, um, are you from Liverpool? In like quite a th- quite a thick Asian accent. Don't worry, this is this is important for the, the joke of the story. He goes, um, are you from Liverpool? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, Scouse. Just points at me, he goes, Scouse. And I just start, we just start laughing. And then I go, all right, mate, I'll see you later. He goes, see you later, lad. <laughs> I don't know. It was just, it was just a little, just really, really made me laugh. But yeah, it's the little things in life. You know what I mean? Just something little like that has really made me day. And you should always try and remember things like that. Because it's very easy to focus on negatives in your life. But if you just find just one, one good thing every single day there's definitely one thing every day that that is good for you just find one thing and you know it'll make your life a lot better it'll give you a more positive outlook on life but yeah confession number five another late submission but you know you know we always persevere we always make sure they're in there and never discriminate um future restaurants you know the, the lines are open monday to sunday by lines i mean the google doc you know my assistant worked very very hard on that all night and if you don't like it just let me know because i'll fire them in a heartbeat don't worry i've got i've got no connection to them they just they just do the google doc yeah so confession number five i have something that has been on my conscience for a very long time but i've never been able to tell anyone because i'm really ashamed but my confession is that i shagged my boyfriend's dad it happened one night when i was staying at his but we were told by the parents we had to sleep in separate rooms and although his dad was giving me signals all night the last thing i expected was him to come into the spare room that night and try it on with me i admit he turned me on more than his son ever has (laughs) but i do feel quite bad and now i can't even go round without feeling awkward we do love a good dilf to be fair we do we do love a good dilf first of all i do hope it's consensual and i think by the sounds of it it is consensual thing you know we've we got we've got to you know we're cool about stuff like this all right yeah we need to make sure that things are fine before we even start talking about it and from the sounds of it it does sound consensual which is good it's very good i also hope he kept the cargo shorts on and the knee-high socks if so, then that's fine by me. You know, it doesn't even count if the socks stay on. Um, but yeah, this this sounds like a lot of pornos that friends of mine have watched and told me about. Interesting. Um, that's that's crazy. To be honest, I was not expecting this. I haven't even had time to prepare about this. Like, do you have trauma from it, or is it just a cool story that you like telling? Um. You say you're ashamed of it, but, you know, if he's still your boyfriend now, then yeah, maybe maybe that's still bad, okay? But if he's if he's not a boyfriend, if he was an ex, that's a, um, that's a, that's a party trick to tell people, honestly. I'd, I'd take that with confidence. Not many people can say they've had a parent, especially especially a DILF. Um... But yeah, if you, if you do want to, to just get off your chest, you've got it off your chest now. You know, you can mo- you can move on with your life. If you do want to ever tell the boy, I mean, I, honestly, if he's not your boyfriend now and you don't speak to him anymore, I wouldn't even bring it up. I think it's just something of the past. You're probably never going to really speak to him again. It's just not worth that awkward conversation, to be honest with you. But if he's your boyfriend now, um, probably get it out the way before you get fed down the line. I don't know how far your relationship's going to go, but the last thing you want is... Um, you know, a speech at your wedding, um, for your father-in-law to just confess his undying love for you. That is not what anything, anyone wants, for that matter. You know, you don't want to be at the wedding. You know, the the priest or, you know, any other religion, religious wedding ceremonies that you have, and the person goes, any objections, and all of a sudden the groom's father stands up and says, yeah, objection, I'm in love with you. You don't want that at all. Okay, that wraps it up for today. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We've perfected it on time, to be honest with you. I would just like to say that I really appreciate everyone tuning in. The feedback I've had after the first episode, it was just amazing. You know, all the positive messages, I, it means so much to me, guys, honestly. 
just the fact that you've even tuned in for five minutes makes me day. Never mind a full hour. You know, the promotions I've had. Just the, honestly, just the offhand kind messages that you've just took time off the day to message me. I just, I appreciate that so much. You know, people that know me, this is massively, massively out my comfort zone. And I feel as though that it's making me a lot more confident as a person being able to do this. I feel more charismatic, feel more 